I'm your host, Rabbi Linda Schreiner Khan, and welcome to Tehillah Talks, where teens engage in honest conversation with their rabbi about what it means to be Jewish in the world today. Good morning and welcome to Tehillah Talks. This morning we're joined by Alexis, Bernie, and Roma as we have a conversation about gratitude within the Jewish tradition. And I think my first question is, uh, where do we find gratitude in the Jewish tradition? And Bernie, I think you have something to say. Yeah, I, I think it comes up a lot. I would definitely say the beginning of all of our prayers, I think, says uh, a lot about gratitude, you know, being grateful for this presence that we feel around us all the time. And I'd also say it comes up in a lot of stories. I feel like a lesson that that comes up a lot in Jewish stories is like being grateful for what you have and sharing it with others and yeah, not being stingy and, and being being willing to recognize what you have and use it for good. Roma, you were nodding your head. So any thoughts? Um, I just mainly agree with everything you said, yeah. So, yeah, but but we're really, really, do we really need to be grateful at every single moment, right? If one is an observant Jew, there you have the capacity to give a, a bracha, a prayer of gratitude and all, for almost everything you do, for everything you eat, for uh, your bodily functions, for uh, a rainbow in the sky, for a new moon, why? Why so many? Why do you think the tradition has so many of these opportunities? I'm going to call them for gratitude. Well, I think partly to like remind us that even if we don't think we have something to great to be grateful for, there's something there that we could be grateful for, even if it's just a rainbow in the sky. Because sometimes it's really easy to forget that, like, oh, there's good stuff happening around me that I can say, I'm happy this is happening. I'm grateful that this is happening. So I think having all these uh, ways to say that for every little thing is kind of there to remind us and let us know, yes, there is something, even if you don't feel like it. So so let's expand it. Is it only about us being grateful for ourselves or is there something more in some of these blessings? The blessing we've taken apart many times is the one when we make mozi together on Friday night over challah, right? And the community says, thank God for bread. And the blessing is, you know, thank you for bere priha aretz, that which is comes from the bread tree, essentially, right? comes from the from the earth bread does not come from the earth how do we unpack that particular piece of gratitude and we're supposed to be saying it every time we have bread at a meal so what's that one all about because that's not just about Roma being grateful that she's got a piece of bread right what does it take for that piece of bread to appear but yeah that, that is interesting because it's being grateful for like the fruit of the earth like you said but it's it's not just the fruit of the earth. There's a lot of work that goes into making bread. It's like a lot of hard work. I guess that that's something I hadn't really thought about before. It's almost like creating more gratitude than is really even due. Motzi lechem and right? The bread that springs forth from the earth. 
bread does not spring forth from the earth. <laughs> Have any of you ever made bread? Baked bread? Anybody in your family ever baked bread? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Or baked a cake even. Let's just take it to that, you know? What does it take to bake a cake? Roma, what does it take to bake a cake? What do you need to have? Um, flour, sugar, eggs, butter, milk. Yeah. Right. So to make bake uh, a bread, you definitely need the shortening, the flour, the eggs. Sometimes there's sugar. Sometimes there's salt. There's some kind of leavening that goes into it. Where does all of that come from? Let's, let's source it. Let's take a moment to source the ingredients for a loaf of bread. Where do the eggs come from? Chickens. Chickens. So, Alexis, do you have chickens on your terrace? No. You don't. You don't have a hen on your terrace laying eggs for you. Amazing. So where do you get your eggs from? The supermarket. And where does the supermarket get its eggs from? Farmers who have heads. So already, how many steps do we have to go to get to those eggs? Just three steps. Okay. So that's the eggs. A minimum of three steps, right? And involved in the getting it from the farm to the supermarket or the farmer's market is trucking, which right now we all have heard is is hard to find people to drive those trucks. So that's eggs. Flour. I I know that some people are gluten intolerant, but they do eat. Uh, forms of bread. And so where does that, either the gluten substitute or the flour itself, where does it come from? Similar process, right? From a farm to a factory to make it into actual flour. Yeah. Well, the, the thing, the thing is about the flour, it's even more complicated yeah, than the eggs because the egg, you got an animal, it lays an egg, you make sure it's an unfertilized egg and it, you know, and there's that process. But what does it take? What does it take to grow that thing from which flour comes, whatever kind of flour it may be, right? It has to grow. It has right. to be tended. It has to be watched. Although so, so do chickens so that they'll keep laying eggs. Right, 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 right. Got to keep the fox away from that hen house because then they're going to be too frightened to lay those eggs. And free range eggs are, are come from chickens that are allowed to run around. I mean, all of these things, right? When we begin to have the conversation about the, what it takes to put these elements together, and we say, we don't necessarily think about the many hands it takes. So when we say these blessings, are we simply thanking God or the universe for bringing this into our, what if we If we stop and think about the moment in which we find ourselves, who are we thanking? What are we making ourselves aware of? Is it our hands alone or are there other hands involved? There's a lot of other hands, obviously. So I'll ask a simple question. So I grew up in a household where my dad did most of the cooking. That was the way it worked out. My mother was a great baker, but he he did most of the cooking. In your household, who does most of the cooking, Roma? Um, My dad. We should talk about that sometime. (laughs) Dads who cook. Bernie, your house. Probably more my mom. Alexis? Um, Either my grandmother or my mom. So the food comes on the table. Time to eat. You know, I know that, you know, we've we've all seen like television shows. Everybody says grace or says thank you. Does a, a prayer to 
But how many times do we see one of these meals on television or in a movie where somebody turns to the cook and say, thank you for getting this on the table? Not often. Not often, right? It's not really modeled for us. But yet, it takes a lot of steps to make a meal. And even to make a fast meal, I mean, it takes a lot of thought to make a 30-minute meal. (laughs) Whereas it takes a lot of time to make an elaborate meal. But nonetheless, how often do we stop and thank the people who put the meal together. We tend not to do that, unless I'm mistaken. Argue with me if you think I'm wrong. I'm I'm more than welcome that thought. But my dad put food on the table every night after working hard all day. And I don't think my mom and I really said thank you all that often. When they had company come over, the company, the guests would say, oh, that was a delicious meal, thank you. But us spoiled brats, the two women in the house, Not so much. Not so much. What about you guys? Do you ever take the time out? And this is not a criticism because I'm I'm owning it. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I think our family might be a bit different because we we don't really say grace or like say a prayer of gratitude or anything before we eat. But I always at least do try to thank whoever did most of the cooking. Yeah, for doing the work. Roma? I sometimes do, I guess. (laughs) Depends on the day or what the meal is, I guess. It absolutely depends on what the meal is, right? If whoever's making the meal makes something you really love, the tendency is to say, thank you. I love that. I'm so glad you made that tonight. But so gratitude. So, you know, we start with this this notion of a blessing being part of our tradition, but it's a practice Blessing is a spiritual practice. What do I mean by that when I say that? What do you think? If I say thank you on a regular basis uh, to those around me, I'm going to leave God out of the discussion because that's personal, right? But there are definitely people around me. If I take the time to say thank you to those closest to me, will I be more likely to say thank you to those who are not closest to me? Yeah, I'd say so. So then it becomes more habitual. And it's not, it's not that it's it's taking the moment to to really see the person that you're saying thank you to. And that's more of a spiritual practice because then you're seeing that other person. So here we are. Thanksgiving is is a coming. And I'm curious to hear. If your family does anything with this very strange holiday, I'm going to say it's a very strange holiday based on the holiday of Sukkot in in many ways. It's a harvest holiday, right? We're grateful for the harvest. So that being the case, does your family have any traditions that it does on Thanksgiving? Well, my family, at least we used to try to invite people over or go around and kind of say what we're thankful for. Uh, which is something that has kind of persisted. But like we always do the whole Thanksgiving dinner in the afternoon and in the morning we watch the Macy's Day Parade, you know. But in terms of like big, huge traditions, it's never like been, you know, we go out and we always have these people over and it's this big, huge thing for us. It tends to be a pretty chill day where we have a big meal and watch TV and just spend time with each other, which isn't something we get to do often. And and do you like that? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so it's a different kind of being grateful to hang together and eat delicious food. 
Yeah. That doesn't sound bad to me. Bernie? Yeah. We, I mean, we always used to go to my grandmother's house on Thanksgiving on my mom's side and used to be like a bigger gathering with more extended family and it kind of dwindled over the years. But now my grandmother also passed since last Thanksgiving. So this year we're going to start a new tradition, I guess. I mean, I'm I'm not sure exactly what we're doing. I think I've heard my parents uh, talking to other relatives and stuff like that, but I don't know exactly what our plans are. I had a rumor about of you going to Canada, but that oh, that that's for Christmas, I think. Oh, okay. We're going to Canada for Christmas. So. <laughs> Maybe I'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> but anything around the meal itself, besides gathering family together, that 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 you did. There wasn't really anything official. I think on Thanksgiving, my grandmother would always give a little speech about how grateful she was for us coming out to see her. And it always was just like a really nice time being out there in Connecticut. It's not super far, but it was a really nice, really nice house, really nice place. So yeah, it wasn't anything super specific. Roma? Um, We usually go to a restaurant together and celebrate there. I would say one thing that separates this meal from other meals like a food that stands out would be pumpkin pie because I see that as like a Thanksgiving food. So. Pumpkin pie. I will share a story with you in one for a while there, and it's it ebbs and flows in my family. I'll say that is um, I think my daughter brought it in one year was to go around the table asking everybody what they were grateful for, and that was a nice thing. But we have like we have some the other tradition. You watch we watch the part of the Macy's Day Parade with the um, with the, them performing, not so much the bands. And then at 12 o'clock sharp, everybody in the family, no matter where they are, is listening to Alice's Restaurant. So that's, you know, that, that speaks to the age and tradition that I'm at, but that's what we do. We listen to Alice's Restaurant at noon. But pumpkin pie. So I will share with you the story of my, my mom, who grew up in Germany, as, as many of you know. And um, when she came to America, her sponsor was an aunt who was married to her father's brother, but he was no longer alive. So here was this aunt who was very American in Michigan. No, in Wisconsin, Madison, Wisconsin. And she wanted to give my mother the best Thanksgiving ever. Here was this young refugee woman who'd spent the last years in Shanghai. She was gonna do, she was gonna do Thanksgiving upright. So my mother's comment was, what was this? Mincemeat pie, pumpkin pie. What kind of food was that? <laughs> It was completely foreign, completely mysterious. And whenever she told the story, she would say, I'm so grateful that she did it, but it wasn't something that I was able to appreciate. (laughs) So that was that mixture of being both grateful and being like, oh my gosh, I'm in, I'm in terra incognita. I'm in foreign territory that I don't know at all. And, and Roma and Alexis and I have in common having parents, having at least one parent, and in Alexis' case, both, and me both, who wasn't born in the United States. So Thanksgiving is, um, is something that we've taken on, right? In my family, my mother worked on Thanksgiving Day, so we did Thanksgiving, our Thanksgiving dinner on Friday night hmm. because she worked too long on Thanksgiving. It was a busy work day for her. But the notion of having people over, of being grateful, 
of thinking about the, the supply chain and that it's not, we begin with ourselves. I think if we, if we were to trace this conversation this morning, what we would discover is that we started with ourselves, what we are each grateful for. So, to, to, you know, oh, wow, that happened. Yeah, I, I could say a, a bracha, I could say a blessing, I could say a thank you to the universe, to God, that this, that this all worked out, whatever that is, whenever that something is. And it could be as simple, as simple as getting new shoes, right? It could be as simple as somebody making you your favorite meal. You are grateful for that. But then when we take it and expand this notion of gratitude, it goes far beyond ourselves. And all the many people it takes to make something happen in our lives. And when we see that, does that make us larger or smaller? Or both? Alexis, what do you think? I mean, I think it kind of, I think it kind of makes us both. Because it like kind of makes you realize how, you know, how much took for something to get to you. And how you're just kind of a small part, like actually eating it is not that big a part of this, you know, bread, piece of bread. But then at the same time, it kind of makes you feel a little bigger because here you are, all these things had to happen and you have a piece of bread and now you get to eat it and you get to feel thankful for everything that just happened. And it kind of makes you feel like, you know, (laughs) I can't quite think of the word, but It kind of, it's like when you actually stop to think about it, it's kind of an amazing moment of, you know, I'm not a huge part in this process, but then this bread was also made so I could eat it at the same time. So, yeah. Bernie, you want to add to that? I don't think so. That was a really beautiful way to put it. (laughs) I was going to say less and you added on to what I was going to say. (laughs) (laughs) Roma, any, any? punctuation you want to put on what Alexis just said no I think I, I agree I think Alexis just said that really beautifully and, and I think it's a really good good way to end today and um and I am grateful for all of you I'm very grateful uh, for you coming on and doing this with me and sharing your thoughts with others it's a good moment to say that uh to express my gratitude to all of you yeah and you are and I I say this all the time, but you are also my teachers. Uh, you expand the way in which I look at the world. And for that, I am ever, ever grateful. And with that in mind, this will be on very soon and probably will be on before Thanksgiving. And enjoy your various Thanksgiving get-togethers. Uh, may the food be delicious and the company even better. Take good care and thank you all so very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Tehila Talks. For more information about Tehila, go to congregationtehila.org. Tune in next time when our teens continue to reflect on issues of the day through a Jewish lens.